0: Got me feeling loose. Yeah. What's that song? Uh, blame it on the juice. I, there it Got is. Got me feeling loose. Yeah. I blame whited it so ta- much. Ta- 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 yeah.
1: Go home. Home. Oh, Jamie. Was it Jamie Foss? No. Who's Jamie? He's an actor. No, I know what he's. He, he,
0: he sings has a too. He has a yeah. song of
1: music.
2: Oh, yeah. He's sung before, yeah. Oh, I love you. He Jamie has some Fuzz. songs. I mean, he's yeah. beautiful. He
1: is a beautiful man. Blame it. The, I don't have
2: good service down here. Alright. Oh, by Jamie Foxx featuring T Pain. So there you I go. Two boys. Yes. Get on us. Yeah. Oh. There we go.
1: Yep. Oh, they don't really have the song on Spotify. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, they changed Spotify needs to quit fucking around with their layout. I'm getting oh, pissed. Oh, they changed I'm the getting gun. pissed. Yeah. It's getting like
2: Facebook level oh <laughs> changes.
1: My <God>. Yes. Let's <laughs> just stop. You don't need to make the button smaller. It just.
0: Shh. I didn't notice the layout change until you guys said something. And then I was like, no, oh, I'm no, so no, no. Yeah. Well, because it hadn't updated my phone yet.
2: Mm hmm. Mine usually just like force updates. I'm like, oh, it'll update when it updates. So I'm always behind.
1: I used to make it make me like go in and update At, on mm-hmm. your own. But, yeah. yeah. Then I was like, oh, this is annoying because like nine times a ten, it's like. Like, Snapchat would do it, like, five days in a row. Right. Because it's like, oh, wait, we fixed the bug that we thought we fixed that was actually made it worse. And it's like, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> so I got sick of hitting update, and I was like, all right, let's just do it. Now I log in, and I'm like, what the? What? Like, when Snapchat did that big update, everyone's like, oh, it's so cool. And then, like, I, de- I was like, oh, cool, I'll switch. Biggest fucking mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. But I couldn't see people's pictures. I remember, like, I had just I just had, like, such an older...
2: Oh version. version.
1: Like people like send me it was just like blank and I could read their text. And I was like, what? Like your <laughs> Snapchat's so cool, black background. And I said, really? <laughs> <laughs> We're all the same. It's, so cool here. About yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's like
0: texting, but with a different background. I said, yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh. Well,
1: it's fine. But yeah. Anyways.
0: Uh. Uh. Hello. Good morning. Oh, are you recording?
2: Yes, we are. Yeah, I'm Here's... telling
0: you, whenever she leans in, it takes me a minute, but then I'm you're being awfully sneaky.
2: <laughs> I just kind of started it. And then I realized I, I forgot my notebook. So I don't
1: think glue. Glue's not sneaky. But if uh, there was a sneaky glue. it'd be Aaron. A <laughs>
2: sneaky glue. <laughs> I'll take it.
0: I just imagine you in a glue big outfit with like that, on um, like <gasps> robber's
1: bandana.
2: Oh like yeah. that. oh That's God. funny. Yes, okay,
1: you are sly glue. Sly glue. Ooh, sly spy.
0: Look at a live glue. <laughs> this is actually an advertisement. We are...
1: <laughs> we are I'm putting that on my resume. Super <laughs> sly glue.
0: The slide can be small, so yeah, super, super glue. glue. <laughs> and it's more sly if the sly is small.
1: Yeah. The font is in the band of a, of the eye mask show. Ooh.
0: I'm buying this glue. Aaron, make it. I will. Cool. DM, Let's get DM. that for me. <laughs>
1: Popping. Perfect. Well, uh, aside from our, um, you know, making glue later on. Yes. Uh, Very interesting lives. Mm-hmm. Rewind. How was y'all's weekend?
2: Good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Hanging yeah. out with people. Oh,
1: yeah. I hung out with you. That was weird.
2: That was weird. Oh, I yeah. like, two days ago. I was mm-hmm.
0: supposed to be here. I did a yard <laughs> sale. Our tenant is moving in. Yeah, you were
2: busy this weekend. I don't blame you for not coming over.
0: <laughs> you were, like hardcore molting. We got it done. so proud of you. Fridge is in. Lift is gone. And I have to wake up at 6.30. Well, I have to be somewhere at 6.30 to make sure I can get back to where it needs to be tomorrow, but that's fine.
1: You have to be somewhere at 6.30?
0: In the morning? We have to get this lift back by 7 a.m. Oh. Yeah. In the a.m.
1: Hmm. Can you not do it by, are you doing it by yourself?
0: No, we have to use a friend because it's a 12,000 pound lift. Oh, because I'm like, oh, well, you know,
1: like you could do it tonight. And I was like,
0: uh-uh.
1: <laughs> Woo! Okay, so I'm like, going to lift that with my arms. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a snap or a text around 625. Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> or worse. I'm like, good morning, everyone. Hey, if you've got, if you have to get up early enough, go to Bradco, Get your iced coffee. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> See, you'll be all right. She'll be chipper. Maybe that'll give me some the boost I need. It's just me with like tears and I'm
0: smiling. <laughs> yeah. like, am I happy
2: yet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for caffeine. Goodbye, just another too. case
2: of the Mondays. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Ew.
1: I hate it. I'm already thinking it.
2: No. I mean, uh, I had to wake yeah. up
1: early this morning, but not as early as I would for work. So yeah. tomorrow's going to be Ruff. rough. Rough. No, no. So I did this
0: yard sale and I watched mm-hmm. a. So I went to my hairdresser and I was explaining we're going to a yard sale and she's like, you got to watch the minimalist. And I was like, okay. Now, I want to get rid of like everything I own. It was, is that, um, oh, it's a Netflix documentary? Yeah. Is that Sparks uh, Joy Lady? It's two
1: guys. Oh. oh, never mind. No, who's our girl? What are we talking about?
0: I know the Sparks uh, Joy Lady because she's, um, like she wants you to get rid of stuff and you have to, like, yeah, go through b- it. Yeah, around, like, she of? is.
2: Different episodes it. and for different things, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I just said Brenda's song. Brenda's song. Ah. Gorgeous. Did lady. you know that
1: she had a baby with Macaulay Culkin? It was like just born. What?
2: Oh, no, I didn't what? know that.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I cannot wait to see. Sorry, that I'm doing. nodding with a big smile. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I can't wait to see what that kid looks like. That's crazy. I <laughs> eat. What a cool life they have, though. Have you seen his interviews? Uh-uh. He does something, or someone was saying he's like a drug abuser or something. He used, I think he used he to be. He used to yeah. be, and he's like, just because I'm not working doesn't mean I'm not fine. <laughs> and he's, and you, he's like, Shit, I literally I just, get to just, walk around Paris with a baguette, not doing anything. I'm great. Yeah. No, like, be- you go, man. Like, you go. Hi,
1: I made enough money when I was like seven yeah. to be able to do this. Thank you, mom and dad. Like, yeah.
0: I literally worked my ass off before anyone else worked.
1: So. Correct. Before yes. I even knew probably how to write cursive, I was starring in a movie. What'd you do when you were seven, sir? That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even write cursive. I
0: said like the E's over and over again. Cause I was like, mom, mm-hmm. I'm writing you a letter.
2: <laughs> Cause
0: your great grandma would like write you stuff and you'd be like, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned can how do to it do it too.
1: Cursive L's first because my mom's L's are very pretty. Oh, Lisa, oh. You know, so. oh, yeah. But then that's it's literally like, ooh, not squiggle.
2: Yeah. Do they even teach that anymore? Besides just for I a sig- signature, I don't think so. Biggest like scam of all times. I had a nah. teacher,
1: Mrs.
0: Schnurr. Ew. Yeah, she taught math and English. Wrap your head around that. I had her for both, and she's like, "You're going to use this in your future." And I was like, "I don't think so."
2: Did you have to do all of your assignments in cursive? Yes, I did. Ew, the that's cursive. horrible. I mean,
1: I I do use it because by my handwriting yeah. is kind of cursive. Like I there are a few letters. letters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The a few hybrid.
2: letters I do. Yeah, yeah,
1: a hybrid. That's a good word. But. Man, learning cursive was like my favorite thing in second grade. They give you the shaving cream. You guys ever get the shaving? Yes. cream? Yes,
2: on the desk. Yeah, and right, 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 yeah.
0: then you yeah. That's how I write my notes for these episodes. Actually, shaving oh. cream on the desk. I was wondering
2: what. Happened. How long did it take you to do them? Oh uh,
0: so, well, to do
2: them very quickly to remember uh, them. I don't. Yes, in one ear, out the
0: other. In, in one desk, out the other. In one From desk, one me.
1: hand. God forever. Okay.
0: Two in the hand, one in the bush. What does that mean? You're. I'm glad you asked. Um, two and two birds, one stone in the hand. We have bushes of glory in America, and it is a huge issue. No, I think you. Um, <laughs> I
2: was on board for like yeah. until
0: the last second. I was like, you were what? roping me in till I that last thing, part. Did this thing called fraudsters, and I've been trying to figure out how they talk.
1: Um. you don't know. Two in the wait. Two in the wait. What?
0: <laughs> no, I had it wrong. Everyone at home is screaming. I think it's one in the hand is worth two in the bush.
2: I still don't know what that means.
1: Because if have I have a bird, is it? A, no, birds and stones, that's a different thing. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, that's different. That Does it mean something like different? Like you're getting
2: done with two things at once. Like you're getting two things out of the way. Yeah, that's what, I
1: know that one, fate. but what's the bush
0: situation? I want to say maybe this is me just... Oh, I got it. I got it. You ready? Yeah, because I'm going to just make something up.
1: Bush, like bush beer, (laughs) Bush is worth pretty good in the the hand, but two in the fridge? Can't top it.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be, like, the one in your hand, you have to, like, value it because you already
2: have it. The two in the bush is, like, you don't want to look for something you don't already have. That is exactly it. Yeah. So it's better to hold on to that one thing than to risk losing it to get, like said
0: so so, is. at all of our boyfriends, you know, you want to stick with it, so, even when we're crazy.
1: <laughs> so like, I have the bush in my hand. I shouldn't like look into the refrigerator and think, oh, but there's a lot of white claws in there. Yeah, uh, that's actually a perfect representation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we switched it up this week. I just missed the table.
2: We it up. My
1: elbow was like, <laughs> we. I switched it up. No, no claws today because uh, Friday I had enough claws for seventeen people. So yeah, <clears throat> sounds beautiful. Yeah. It was a little fun. I ate Taco Bell. That's how weird it was. I have not eaten Taco Bell in probably three years. Your I
2: Snapchat s- was the best thing waking up to because I was like, what is this?
1: <laughs> I wish I had no idea what I said. I have no idea.
2: You were just very excited. You kind of zoomed into Wes a little bit. He and then we excited. didn't see. And the funny thing is, you <laughs> had no top. Ta- you were just talking about how excited you were, and then there was no follow up. No, no, like it was great. I was waiting for it. It was amazing. Yeah, exactly. And you were just like, I can't wait. And then nothing. So was was it like subpar? No, No. you were in the car like waiting for your food. Yeah, you were were sorry. In the drive-thru. Yeah. Yeah. Wes was just like We literally (laughs) did a
1: 180 that night. Wes was like Mm. blah 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 in the beginning and then he was fine and then.
2: Yeah, you did switch. Because Wes kept on, like, yeah, one game of horse races. But he Don't. was, after that, he was ready to go. And then even we were still, we won. like, talking. We did win. Yeah. Whatever. Diamonds. All we will literally okay. have to post
0: a video of horse races because <gasps> it can never be topped. Like, no, West No. It's not this. the same. If
2: Wes, yeah, if Wes isn't doing it, then it's not the same. It's not horse races. <laughs> no. It's not horse
1: races. I can't even. I, I can't. I can do this. the cheering. I'm real mm-hmm. good at that. Not at the. And they're off, and they diamonds, and
0: they're. I will find a way to make a video of this because it is so exciting.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey, backup auctioneer, future that could be his backup job. It could be his job. He could
2: do it. Keep it in mind, Wes. By the way, if we haven't said it earlier, welcome to Sinister Sunrise. I'm Erin. Sarah. I'm Morgan. And thanks for tuning in. I have the game today, by the way. So it wasn't me. I didn't forget. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: you're prepped. I heard.
2: I am prepped. Oh, shit. Okay. I even had Zach get some balloons <gasps> and I had him test it out. So I think we're going to slightly do it differently because, with how low, because we'll just do it down here, but the ceilings are low. Uh-huh. So originally it was you have to keep three balloons up with one hand. I think we're doing two. Two <gasps> with the hands. So we're going to time it and see who can do it the longest. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! 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 He had a rough time with three. So we'll do two one with
1: hand. Yeah.
2: Two one handed. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. so we'll be back in a second.
1: Well, we took a little pause. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. Not for
1: claws. No, not today. Not today. Nope. But I don't really remember what we were talking about before. The game. Oh, yeah.
0: Because we glue. had a clear winner.
1: And it was not me, Sarah. Or I, Morgan. But it was me! Oh my god, you have not gone first. Sorry, I guess you suck at games. But you've <laughs> gone first in a really long. I'm just. <laughs> are joking, you <sure? laughs> Erin? You've gone last. Don't text like notes, two alluded. times. Read your pages closed. Two times. We're on today. Let's look. You know how we can look because Aaron is beautiful with our show notes and puts them in order of which the stories are told.
0: Oh, that is true.
1: Um. Oh, oh you're right. Well, son of a gun, I was wrong. Sixty-five. Sarah was last.
0: You know what? If you ain't first, you might as well be
1: last. Anyway, so... <laughs> Oh, the one for that, though, Aaron. This was a- at least Aaron, Sarah, Aaron, Aaron. That's a lot of Aaron's. It's a lot of Aaron's. It's not a lot of
0: Morgan's. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But I guess like, if we have to let her win sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, on this game where we had to slap some balloons around, I'll let her have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I meant that as, as, like, innocent as I possibly could, and then I saw your eyes, and I was like, fuck. It's
0: only because because when you were juggling two balloons and they Mm -hmm. were they were the size you would expect.
1: Those those balloons are the size (laughs) you would expect of anyone. How your your hands? What your hands? How is your back situation holding up, darling? Are you (laughs) very well? because I don't have. How about not size? They were held in the area Sure, because I was thinking of like those
0: Benny Hill movies and stuff where it's like innocent, but like what's behind
2: my balloon? Mm-hmm. my
0: whatever Aaron, what do you got behind <laughs> your
2: balloons <laughs> behind my balloons today
1: she has a cold cold heart that loves <laughs> just kidding well, and it's a
2: cold case
1: <gasps> I I remember.
2: Yeah. just kidding she
1: doesn't have a cold heart but this is a cold case game
2: okay. yeah <laughs> oh yeah this is part two kind of <laughs> kind of part two it's just a separate case and this girl's name got brought up too Is maybe a possibility for the West Alton Jane Doe yeah 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 I don't believe so I'm curious to hear what you guys think at the end. I think there's something else, something else happened, okay. but I will just Is dive in. there anything
1: it. that we need to recap truly from last week? Um,
2: no, I can look up her description again, but I'll kind of go over a brief, I'll go over a brief part and tell you why I don't think that's why. Okay. And it's kind of more at the beginning because there's okay. a lot more that happened. So. I think it's her. <laughs> I already well. feel it. In your gut. In my <laughs> bazoom <laughs> gut. So no. In oh. your balloons. <laughs> They deep in my balloons. Yes.
0: I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> I feel like you
1: when I just said that. Because you dropped your voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's who? <laughs> I can also imitate Sarah's fake cry noise, so you will never know. <laughs> well, I can't do it now because I'm laughing.
2: <laughs> oh, I can do that too. I do that sometimes and I'm like, Sarah. <laughs> yep. I always <laughs> think that, <it's> Sarah.
1: Fake <laughs> She's such a good fake crier.
2: But I'm I, glad that's what I'm known for.
1: I feel like by the end of this, we will not be fake crying, but I cried last week for real, actually.
0: It was it's very pretty, sad. Damn.
1: All right. Well, cool. Another child. Great.
2: Yes. And it's This one's interesting. I don't know. She just well, said it's a cold case, I know. Sarah. Yeah. I, know. I don't know about happy, but there's some things to discuss. I don't know. More discussion. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this is the disappearance of Elizabeth Ann Gill. So on Sunday, June 13th, 1965, 15-year-old Martha Gill was returning to Cape Girardeau, Missouri with her parents and one of her younger sisters. Hey. They had taken a short road trip out of town while back at their home located on South Lorimer Street. Martha's eight siblings were on babysitting duty Ooh. and holding down the fort. Yes, there's 10 little children running so around. the girl
1: that is missing that, wait, the little girl's name is Martha.
2: No, this oh, is I'm so sorry. No. Elizabeth Gill. Elizabeth Ann, yeah, and she's so, the one
1: that had the. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be rude. In the pictures from our last week's post, she was the real picture.
2: No, that oh. is that was um, that was Patricia. So we...
1: Oh, Patricia. Okay, let's yeah. take okay. that
0: case and shelve it for a second. Yeah, take that shelve it. All this right, is someone all different. Right, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. All right. Thank yeah. you. Okay, no Elizabeth. Problem. I was also trying to connect the tracks. Yeah, yeah
2: don't connect. I say don't connect at all, but you can. Hold on. I'll get to it in a second. All right. right, Of course. Yes. So this is Martha Gill. So returning home, her eight siblings are back at home. They're on babysitting duty. They're staying at home, holding down the fort. Okay. The day had gone by smoothly for the Gill siblings with no issues until 4 p.m. when the older Gill children realized they hadn't seen their youngest sister, two-year-old Elizabeth Ann Gill, for some time. Elizabeth, who went by the nicknames Beth and Betsy, had previously been out in the front yard playing with a small pail of sand, but they had no idea where she had gone. The children split up and searched the entire inside and outside of the house, but they couldn't find her anywhere. Veronica Fulton reported for NBC News that one of the Gill children called the police and when Martha, her sister, and her parents arrived half an hour later, they were shocked to see the crowd of people and police officers that had arrived on their lawn. Mrs. Gill reportedly fainted when officers told her that Beth was missing. Oh, no. I would
1: faint. I'd probably... My heart would just stop.
2: Yeah. Okay. While the officers spoke to the parents, Martha kept the other children occupied so they'd be out of the way of Mm -hmm. the investigation. Even though officers, along with 200 volunteers, scoured the neighborhood and nearby area for several days, no clues were found regarding Beth's whereabouts or what had possibly happened to her. So they wondered whether Beth had walked a few blocks to the Mississippi river. And when she reached the water's edge, maybe she fell in and couldn't get out.
1: No. I'm already upset.
2: After dragging the river and investigating the paths, Beth, Beth, could have taken to get there police determined that it would have been impossible for a two-year-old to make the journey by herself so the terrain between like the gill home and the mississippi river was described as rough according to the san diego union tribune beth would have had to cross multiple streets make her way past train tracks and go down a bluff in order to reach the river Okay. so that's a two-year-old yeah i even like looked it up so um do you know where like river campuses yes mm-hmm. so it's like close to where River Campus is. Okay. And then it was just like a few blocks from the river. I'm sure it was like, it's different. Oh my you God. Know?
1: I thought you were going to give us an analogy about distance. And then I no. remembered that this is in Cape. Cape and yeah. I was like, oh.
2: <laughs> so other people who aren't from Cape probably don't know what I'm talking about. But if you look up where the street is, it has the same name still. So you can see the distance. And I'm like, yeah, it's about two-ish or so blocks. But then again, in 1960, other things weren't around. I'm sure so more clear cut,
1: probably like less buildings. But at the same time, she's she's two. She's yeah, not she's seven. two
2: years old. Yeah, and in my head too, I'm like, if she's walking around, like they don't, she's probably falling, and something would have been that caught.
0: far. Do they? And would if they go pretty? Far, like a two year old would go pretty far, but
1: I wouldn't think still. yeah.
2: like just to go and on no her own, no
1: one noticing. And yes, it's, and it's daylight.
2: Yes, exactly. 4 p.m. Yeah. yeah, wrong, wrong. Especially at yeah. this time period, I think a two-year-old is still yeah. someone you're going to look at. So that's why, whenever I like look, saw this, I was like, "There's something else going on yeah. here." Like,
1: also, more people would be like outside back then. Like, I'm yeah, like, you're not watching like, TV, <laughs> correct? Oh wait, no, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. it's the 60s.
1: Maybe you are. it's not the. You're not glued in front of it. You're not. You're not binge watching shit. Yeah. So fair.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's time where they left their eight. You know, they kids at home, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So um, also, so the Gills told officers that Beth would have never left the house by herself, but maybe she didn't leave of her own volition. Martha told Dateline NBC that her sister was a very trusting child. She's also two years old. Um, So trusting that when strangers would approach her to comment on how, you know, precious she was, how cute she was, she would just start following them. Oh, oh, so she's
0: got one of those attached. Okay.
2: Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> There's are like Following kids, them. Yeah, some
0: kids are just,
1: like, don't. They're like, okay.
2: Yeah. She's so just, just like, not understanding, that yeah, yeah, that. Oh, no. And this never really bothered the family. Beth's father, Harry Gill, had been raised in Cape, and he knew and trusted the people who lived there. The family was close to everyone in their neighborhood, and they truly believed if one of their neighbors were to have spotted Beth walking around on her own, they would have, you know, grabbed her and taken her home. Yeah. The... Following morning, police received a tip from a man who worked at the local auto dealership regarding a couple who had stopped by earlier that week looking to buy a part for their light tan 1965 Chevy pickup truck. The couple had been staying in a motel located directly behind the Gill home, Mm -hmm. and when the dealer told them that the part they wanted wouldn't be in until Monday the 14th, they said that was fine since they would be in town for another week. The dealer reported to authorities, and when the part came in that Monday, he contacted the motel to inform the couple that the part had come in. It was ready to be picked up. But to his surprise, the couple had actually checked out the day before. Eerily, they happened to leave around the same time Beth mm. disappeared, abandoning their pickup truck in the process.
0: This is sounding
1: like a coincidence. I know. Or not a coincidence. Not, yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay. Too good to be a
1: coincidence. Yes. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I'm not good. I'm yeah. Mad. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Get now it's
1: back in the motel. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I wish you were a cop. Get your ass back in the motel. I going to be a cop so bad. Anyway. <laughs> maybe in a different life. Anyway.
0: Yeah. There's Halloween.
1: <laughs> you could be it for like a day every year. I'm gonna have to get a like a piece of blue sheet. I'm not i I'm not getting in a female cop costume for Halloween. No, I mean like a real cop outfit.
0: A cop uniform, excuse me. Oh, yeah,
1: what if I was, like, highway patrol?
0: What if I had a mustache?
1: Oh, done. All
2: right. Back to you, Erin.
1: Perfect.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, with a solid lead, police began to look into the couple and discovered that the man and woman had used fake names and had been changing out license plates on their vehicles. Oh, Cool. According to the Charlie Project, the man drove a black and white uh, 1965 Ford Thunderbird. So they had, like, multiple cars. That's a nice
1: car. Mm-hmm. That's
0: very spotable car, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they used three different sets of license plates. Mm. An Alabama plate numbered 38-19438. A Virginia plate numbered A25-1356. And a possible Florida plate with unknown numbers. They had been going around uh, Cape Girardeau selling purses door-to-door, quote-unquote, for a while. So I really don't know how long they happened to be in town for. But they were there for a bit.
1: Well, plus if they're changing their name, like, and everybody just thinks it's, like, little quiet hometown, whatever. Yeah. Like, they're just... And the Anderson's checking into room 102. Yeah,
2: who's to say they stayed in the same motel? Oh, exactly. Yeah, so... Didn't leave and come back, like, oh Mm-hmm. Martha told Dateline that she and some of her family members remembered seeing a woman selling purses in their neighborhood, and she recalled two separate instances where a woman attempted to call her younger sister over to the car, a car, quote, one time someone at the motel saw a woman talking to Beth. The other time, my mom and brother saw the woman talking to Beth in her front yard near her car. My mom called her back and told her to come inside, end quote. And then they knew her name. Oh, oh, that's no. not... I didn't even think of that.
1: Because nobody did back then. You just get goosebumps. I'm so sorry. What are you I literally, doing to me? I, I literally played that out in my brain. And I was like, and now they know her name is Beth. Mm-hmm. That's why... I, I need a jacket. Um, side note. Sorry, my dad, whenever I... <laughs> Hi, Mark. Whenever my dad, whenever I was little, um, someone in my family gave me um, like hair bows mm-hmm. and embroidered on the bow was my name and he wouldn't let me wear them outside of the house because he was like, somebody will take you. Because it's really, hey, Morgan, like you're, I know your dad. The second you have your name on something, you're done. Yeah. hmm
2: <sighs> Which is really sad to Being think about. Being a
1: parent has to suck. Yeah. Thanks, oh. Dad, for not letting me get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Because he kidnapped you. Dun, 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 dun. Sad news, man. i look just like him. <laughs> I'm like, man, my mom would kidnap me, but I'm like, no, nah, I would just like her. It. Eh, it's fine. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> it's all good. Other townspeople had also contacted police with tips about the couple. Um, so basically, just what Martha said, several witnesses told police they saw a woman on the gills' front lawn talking to Beth and attempting to lure her into a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Other people reported seeing a car driving recklessly on the same day Beth was reported missing. One person even claimed to have seen a man and a woman who matched the couple's description buying clothes for a child who was crying for her mother. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no,
2: no. Yeah. Police were able to trace the couple's car, or one of them, back to a Lake Orion, Michigan dealership. They were also able to get their hands on some of the purses they had sold to the townspeople, and they successfully figured out what factory they had been manufactured in. Ooh. After further investigation, though, they were unable to find out who had purchased the pur- uh, purses and failed to determine the couple's real identities.
0: But so the amount of detective work
2: that would take in the 60s to yeah. find all,
1: all of that? Of that. And mm-hmm. that fast? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Very impressive. Yeah. With them.
2: Over a year later, on Christmas Day, 1966, Harry Gill wrote a letter to President Lyndon Johnson requesting that the FBI get involved in his daughter's case and aid in the search for the couple who may be behind Beth's disappearance. He ended the letter pleading, quote, my three brothers and I all volunteered to serve our country in World War II. I served from January 1941 to December 1945. Now I am asking through you that my country serve my family's need. End quote.
1: I have them on my legs. Oh. Yeah.
0: Also, in his defense, if they have all these fake license plates from different states, then it could be a federal crime because he's bringing her across state lines.
2: Mm-hmm. So then
0: the FBI could and, be involved. I mean, they're,
1: com- they're completely, they're false identities. If, There's a lot yeah. of shit if they could get. You, that was a rule in
2: 1960, I don't know their laws. Right. Okay. So, like, you would think, and in my head too, but Harry received a response back a few weeks later that wasn't what he was hoping for. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover responded back, She's reassuring barking. Harry that the FBI had added Beth to their missing persons records in April 1966. He wrote how much he appreciated Harry's anxiety and concern regarding his daughter's disappearance, but that their hands were unfortunately tied because, quote, the FBI is precluded from conducting active investigation concerning missing persons in the absence of evidence indicating a violation within our investigative jurisdiction, end quote. Overall, that just means there is no evidence she had been kidnapped. They can't do anything about it. Okay. Which is, blows my mind. So sorry, not sorry. So at this point, her case is just a missing child case. So since it's not a kidnapping case, they can't apparently do anything about it. Which now, that's obviously changed.
1: So Yeah, yeah,
2: today that has changed.
1: Right, because I mean, that doesn't even, how frustrating for a parent. Like, Yeah. yeah, my child is missing, a.k.a. either they are passed away... Or they are kidnapped. There is no yeah. in-between. What, what proof would there need to be for a kidnapping? I know. A ransom letter?
2: I don't know. Well, it's just, it's,
1: back uh, then, you have to think about it, too. Some, like, nothing was really, like, everything that, like, if you kidnapped or if you robbed someone, it was always, like, the same, like, shtick. Like, if you were a bank robber, you put a mask over your face, and you walked in, and you had a bag, and you had a gun, and you were like, give me your money. There, was I, I think they thought everybody thought the same, or would be the same. Like, that's why there was profiling that was invented for serial killers. Shout out to Mindhunter again for the hundred time. <laughs> great show. So mad. Yeah. Like I oof, that's if I could have one reboot reboot, I wouldn't even say friends. I would say that. Friends ended and it was great. Mindhunter did not end. It's not coming back? I don't think so. <laughs> Take a note, Sarah, we'll come mm-hmm. back to it.
2: Hoover closed the letter, promising that the FBI would communicate with the Cape Dorado Police Department when evidence that an abduction occurred emerged. It's just a presidential letter of letdowns. Cool, cool, cool!
1: Great, so. great, great! What the fuck?
2: Yeah. Thanks so he's, FBI. yeah.
1: Thank God it's changed. Yeah, it has changed. Yeah, so
2: maybe his hands really were tied. I don't. I don't mm. know. At least he responded back, and like he didn't get like nothing back.
1: Correct.
2: <laughs> they did, uh. They
1: seemed to. Sympathize with his yeah sadness if he even wrote it. It wasn't a secretary. Yeah, you're right.
2: No, I think it was. Him. I think it was him. He was like Does the him? first FBI director. He was in the seat for like 45 years or something. So
0: one day we will talk about him. <laughs> oh, apparently, okay. he is a very
2: is he interesting
0: controversial. Uh, I would say nefarious, but controversial person. Ooh. Oh, interesting. I think it means like bad. Oh, nefarious. Okay, um, yeah.
1: I mean it could have been this. hand gesture is what I think of when I hear nefarious.
2: You're welcome for that. Always. Was covers it up with different music.
1: Wicked or criminal?
0: I think we looked this up last time too. So I was like, I'm trying to expand my vocabulary and then I don't know exactly what I didn't spell about.
1: Correctly. So but it knew what I meant, so. oh. It thought I meant it's Nafari, no. Nafari. What's Nafari? Let's find out. Your fact of the day, listeners. You're welcome. Oh, it is a testing and analysis food service. Oh, it's oh. It's a N A F A R I, not a Nafari. <laughs> not an... uh, mm-hmm. Training programs, food testing. Oh, they have a LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: the more you know. <laughs> Let me add them to my profile.
2: Please hold. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sadly. Harry passed away in 1972 from a heart attack. He was just 55 years old, and he died without ever knowing his daughter's fate. 55? Yeah. That's young. Mm-hmm. One one, um, development that surfaced a few years later came from a Missouri man serving time in prison for murder. I... Only really found this information on the Charlie Project page, but Philip Odell Clark claimed in 1970 that he had accidentally run over Beth in his car, killing her in the process. Whoa. Since he had been drinking, he panicked and buried her body. And Clark did have a checkered past. He had murdered his ex-wife's grandmother in 1966 and had held five people hostage at some point. When questioned about the location of Beth's burial site, Clark gave police many different answers. Uh-huh. And when they went to investigate each of them, they just never checked out. Yeah. They ultimately determined that Clark had just been lying about the whole thing.
1: Great. Well sometimes mm-hmm. and like I I didn't know this. Like, why would you lie? Like if you're if you are already confessing, like why'd you lie? Especially back then when they would let them leave. Yep. They would like be like, yeah, show us where. Like, okay, I'll show you oh, where it is. So they get, see, they yeah. get an afternoon out of prison, and nine times out of ten, they get to go use a public restroom, and they get to like shit in private, and get like a gas station hot dog, and you know, wow. whatever. Yeah, I think
2: it's the
0: confessions killer or something. One of them got to go to Burger King every time. Mm-hmm. They got to go get like a fast food
1: burger
2: every time. That's mm-hmm. insane. So like, of
1: course you would. Fuck, I would.
2: After the second time, I'd be like, okay, we got <laughs> you. Got to give us something. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Ugh. And at this point, when he is, when he. Lied, she had been missing for like a while, right?
2: Yeah. So this was 1970. So it was about um because what was it? 1965. So it had been like five years. Oh,
1: he he was only fifty. She was fifty when she went missing. Hmm. Her dad was fifty when he when she went missing. Yeah. Then he... Yeah. Oh. That's really sad. Okay.
2: Yes, it's just really sad. And then Clark. In 1971, it killed a fellow inmate, and then in 1977, he was murdered in prison. Uh, but again, they don't think he had anything yeah. to do with it. So, yeah. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fast forward to 2003. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the case has been cold for decades, and Detective Jimmy Smith of the Cape Girardeau Police Department became interested in the case after hearing some details about it from a reporter. When he went to look for the case files, he was reportedly unable to locate them. So with no working files to go off of, he had to fill in like the missing pieces by finding, you know, old newspaper articles and contacting Beth's living relatives who still resided in the area, which they, I mean, helped him a lot. And um, he also told Dateline that DNA was collected from the Gill family um, and entered into the CODIS database. So they had that going. Okay,
1: Okay, good, good, good.
2: It would take seven more years, though, before the FBI would finally get involved in the case and reclassify it as a kidnapping. Oh, cool. They had enough evidence? Cool. Or it changed. It, I don't it, know. It'd
1: been, you know, cold for 30 years. Good job, FBI. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Unfortunately, Beth's mom- it's a long process. Yes. It's a long process. Yeah. <laughs> Beth's mom um, had passed away shortly after that, too. So- they didn't they get to see any developments. She got seven siblings. hmm <laughs> Excuse me. According to Martha, her mother died hoping 21st century technology could be used to find her daughter. At the beginning of the investigation, so going back a bit, police had actually made note of two couples in their police report. The first was a well-dressed white male around 60 to 65 years old and his wife, who was described as white, Five foot one, 150 pounds, and believed to be over 60 years old. The second woman was described as white with red hair, five foot two, and believed to be the other woman's daughter. Mm. Her companion was described as a slender white male who stood a little over six feet tall. Since it's been over 50 years since Beth's disappearance, though, it's likely these individuals are no longer alive. Yeah. Right. So that does not help. According to Aaron Donahue's CBS News article, though, the FBI may have found one of the couple's relatives. In 2010, family friend Roger Graham came across an elderly woman on the internet who he believed could be related to the couple Cape Girardeau police had failed to track down. And I had read different things. So related, I don't know if that means this is the the daughter of the woman or if this is just someone else. Yes. Because I'd read different things and I don't know.
1: Well, sometimes if they've yeah. released
2: that information.
1: And sometimes, too, it's um, like, I don't know if I've ever shared it on the podcast, but my dad submitted his DNA to mm-hmm. Ancestry 23andMe, Ancestry.com, I don't remember, and found his biological sister, who my grandma gave up for adoption. was her first child, so. wow Yeah, and we, like, we're great. like She's part of the family. It's wonderful. But, I will say the results don't say their name or anything like that. It says, like, has, like, a Blah blah blah. Percentage chance mm-hmm. that this is a third generation blah blah. Or oh, okay, ninety eight percent match. More than likely father son. You know, fifty five percent match. That makes more, more sense. than likely third cousin. Like it does say like parental grandpa. Like it says that. it Doesn't say like yo, that's, that's your cool. son. Like <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I'm sure like liability wise, like, I probably can't do that. I right. Like I think my dad was
1: like whatever percentage it was. Like likely biological sibling. Oh, wow. Start, so yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. That's
2: really cool. That is mm-hmm. cool.
1: Shout out to my Aunt Donna.
2: <laughs> Detective Smith with assistance from the FBI traveled over 12 hours to Eastern Pennsylvania to meet with the woman, but she was very reluctant to talk. She revealed that a relative of hers and his wife were held in question by police years ago regarding the disappearance of a baby she told investigators they had been interrogated for almost one whole day because their vehicle had been spotted in the same area where the baby went missing. Ooh. And Detective Smith tried to dig up some more information about, you know, this couple being questioned, mm-hmm. especially if maybe that did happen in Cape um, Girardeau, but he couldn't find any evidence that it happened, any evidence that had even occurred and whether, you know, the baby the woman had referred to was Elizabeth Gill. But still. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we're getting even scarier if it's not the same. I don't know. Well, yeah. My first thought was, are they
0: like serial, like napping people? Like what are, why is there more than one?
1: Right.
2: Yeah. So that gets into, you know, other theories as well that could have happened. So today Beth's case has gone cold and no new substantial tips or leads have come in for a while. Detective Smith, who was the only one, you know, actively working on the case, retired in 2016 he believes that the couple staying at the motel abducted Beth, telling Crimesider, quote, my feeling is that that was the best lead at the time, and it still continues to be the best lead. It's never been eliminated, end quote. In an interview with Dateline, he also added about the case, quote, it's been all these years, and I can't say for certain that she's still living, but there is nothing telling me she's dead, end quote. Martha, who is now around 70 years old, still has hope that her and her family will get answers regarding Beth's disappearance and what became of her. She volunteers with Team Hope at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, where she offers support to others who have missing family members. Martha, along with her living sisters and brothers, host vigils and events to keep Beth's case alive, and they've submitted their DNA into Ancestry and 23andMe in the hopes that Beth will be found or will reach out. Quote, even though we have not found answers about Beth, we had two women who contacted us thinking they could be Beth. They'd- oh. Yeah. Yeah, they they didn't end up being Beth, but those women found their families and answers. If enough attention is brought to the case, maybe someone will question their origins. It's more likely Beth would find us than us finding Beth. You never know where that one coincidence would come in. End quote. This
1: whole thing is coincidence. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Sheesh. According to CBS News, Elizabeth Ann Gill is the oldest missing child case registered in the state of Missouri. Whoa. She is described as white with brown hair and blue eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she was two foot six, weighed around 22 pounds, had a quarter-sized chicken pox scar on her arm, and was last seen wearing um, a green and white checkered blouse and light-colored underwear. If Beth is alive today, she would be 58 years old. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children developed an age-progressed image of Elizabeth and how she may appear today, which I will, you know, share on Ooh, Instagram. Oh, so crazy! I want
1: to see. They look it.
2: so. Re- I'll show you. Yeah, just I can't a wait second. to see
1: the side by side. Ooh. Yeah,
2: they. It just looks so realistic too, because I'm yeah. like, this could be anyone I pass on the street. I don't yeah. know. Oh, it's crazy. You just walk with this by you at all times, Beth. Where yeah. you at? Where yep. you at, Beth? Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: wrong. Mm, no.
2: Yeah, not <laughs> Next, you. Yeah. Anonymous donors have also come together and raised $25,000 as a reward for anyone with information on Beth's whereabouts or if anyone has details of her disappearance. So if anyone does know anything um, regarding this case, you can contact 1-800-THE-LOST or the Cape Girardeau Police Department at 573-335-6621. And the department also has an anonymous tip line you can contact at 573-339-6313. And so that is the story of the disappearance of Elizabeth Ann Gill.
1: I have a few things to say. Yes. One, I realized I cannot be a state trooper for Halloween this year because I'm getting married.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so we are not having that party unless we do it early.
1: Or I I could wear it like the next day. Just wake up and slick back the hair. Oh my god. That could be your brunch outfit. Oh, Wes, you
0: are correct. <laughs> Wes, this is your first test. Got married yesterday.
1: Let's let's get some criminals. No. Where's the little lady? And then, sorry, that was just at the tip of my brain the whole time. And <laughs> then my, I know this is so sad, but like you kind of mentioned it. Like they have a much better chance of Beth finding them. That, the other yeah. way around, but at the same time, how scary is that? Because maybe she doesn't even know.
2: Well, that's what, yeah, she's two she's years two. old. Yeah, because two big theories again, falling in the Missouri River. I don't think so. That's why I want to do hers separately. Yeah, I think yeah. there's something else going on. So I think she was abducted, and Martha had said in a different article too, like either someone took her because they just wanted a kid, mm-hmm. or someone took her and like sold her, you know.
1: Uh, I bet it's that couple at the motel. That's my 100% what I feel.
2: Oh, yeah. They
1: got they know something. Yeah, that's they're the just sc- up and left. That's so scary, though, that, like, two is that cusp. I mean, up to four, probably. Yeah. Like, that you would, I can't say that you know who your parents are, but you could say, like, we have to take care of you now. Yeah. And then from there, but even, you just ingrained it in their brain. Well, because your uh, memory it, That's what I was going to yeah. say.
2: I don't know about you guys. I don't remember anything when I was two.
1: You probably four, should not. do well, something dramatic I don't, yeah. really happened, I don't think Four, you know. I think, is, like, my first, like solid memories yeah I could see where something traumatic though like if they said like this baby was crying, crying for mom. Sh- she yeah. could have this like repressed feeling so hopefully whoever if, if I have faith that this girl's still alive if she grew up like had a normal life with these people I hope yeah if anyone has any doubt or that their mom has ever told them like yo I think something happened when I was little or you know like those mm-hmm. like you know you hear like family, yeah you feel like fa- family gossip yeah I hope someone does a DNA test on them and then it comes back as like mm-hmm. 100% match for Beth or not 100% but you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. a relative of Beth.
2: Relative then like, yeah.
1: Then that's where you know. Yeah.
0: Account. Well yeah someone just recently that happened like someone their baby got stolen like in a hospital in New York. Uh, oh wow. And, like it was in the 80s or something and then she did a DNA test and found out I'm this missing kid.
1: Yeah no that uh there was a whole there's a whole thing about it. Yeah. Uh, like there was like an epidemic of like babies like getting taken. They say like they died during childbirth, and they didn't. And they would just give them to people, sell them to parents who wanted a baby. Jeez. So scary. Awesome. Took a
2: DNA test. Turns out I'm a missing child. That yeah. is insane. Took a DNA, DNA. test. Turns out, <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, but wow. this is the H progress picture. <gasps> and up, whoa. whoa, she looks like whoa. Like okay, oh, so normal... this is her
1: baby when she was like when she was taken.
2: Yes, I believe. These are all pictures of when she was, like, younger.
1: Oh, oh, she's so cute.
2: Yes. So, that's... She looks like a teacher.
0: She does look like a teacher. Right. Or just any older middle-aged woman from Missouri.
1: Wow. And I will say, now that this has been, like, you know, out for this long, like, that's probably a very accurate picture. Mm-hmm. They can do those so well now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Snapchat. Have you, uh, I'm real worried about watching, like, videos on Facebook and Snapchat and all that. Uh, have you ever seen those things where it's, like, the 60-second documentaries? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's, like, a couple, and I may have seen it on that, I may have seen it on something else on Snapchat, but this one woman is, has the Guinness World Record for catching the most criminals based on her sketches.
2: Whoa! Uh, oh, like
1: thirteen hundred plus. What? Yeah, she ha- is like. Look, I have to. I'll have to look it up. She, she takes what these people are describing and draws them so accurate that people are able to either pick them up out of a lineup or be like, "Yo, that's my friend," or "That's that creepy dude that lives down the street." And for and to earn her title, like I, I think she already earned it, but they were like, "For fun, we're going to describe to you what like the creator of of like the Guinness Book of World Records looks like, <gasps> and you have to draw him." On the fucking nose, look just what? like
0: him. That's so impressive.
1: And it was just some guy telling her what he looked like. It wasn't like a friend or whatever. And it was so the
2: fact that she could like picture that clearly yeah, in like her head. Yeah, up.
1: yeah. She said she, uh, I can't remember exactly like, what she said, but she said the first time she did it and got and they they got the guy. She said I never stopped since. She goes that's just like the ultimate. Wow. She goes and She's older. She's like she could retire. She's like I'll never stop doing this until I can't draw anymore. Because if I can get one person, then that's what yeah. matters.
2: Chills. That's Quick awesome. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: So yeah. It's, oh that, Aaron. It, okay, next week, no, it, no. no oh, well, it's a group episode. Okay, after that. Oh, not nope, not next week. It isn't. No. no, Not next week. The week after that. All right, the week after yeah, that. Because then Sarah has her game. So yeah.
1: Okay. The week after that. Okay, next week. No <laughs> no babies. Please no babies. Oh
2: no. This okay, one. Thank yeah. You. The one I have coming up will not be. That's my one request. Yeah. I
1: need a, I need a break from the babies.
2: It wasn't supposed to be a two-parter, but it turned into one. No, it this was. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'm hoping she's still out there. I, I, think, think, she is. She is. I think she is. I think she is. I think
1: she is. I have a good, good feeling. Feeling. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you've even heard of one episode that we have done, you've probably heard me sing. Oh, no. (laughs) More likely singing like what I'm doing, like, ooh, it's time to open a beer. You know. I do that, too, (laughs) all the time. It's so bad. (laughs) Like, I am Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. It's terrible. (laughs) Anyway. But regardless, I'm trying uh, to back up and prove my love for music, and that's why I chose this subject. Uh, Today, I'm going to share the ghost experiences of Amy Winehouse.
2: Whoa. Yes.
1: That's great. So I was feeling a celeb story again, and thanks to an article on Marie Claire, uh, Amy is where I ended up. Their article, quote, celebrity ghosts and where to find them, (laughs) states uh, Amy's ghost was seen by English musician uh, Pete Doherty. He told The Sun uh, he saw her, quote, three or four times in his London flat, uh, end quote, causing him to flee to Paris um pete thinks she was visiting him to uh warn him of the dangers of hard living aka substance abuse any of those oh because uh all because he was getting clean on all of her visits like every single time she would come it was like a positive like she's like i felt a vibe of like keep going Yeah. yeah that's awesome that's really weird that a bird just came on the fence anyway i'll get there i'll get there so uh in case you did not know Uh, Amy Winehouse was a, quote, English singer and songwriter known for her deep, expressive um, contrato vocals. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, And her eclectic mix of musical genres. She was so cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Including soul, rhythm, uh, rhythm and blues, and jazz. Born in 1983, sadly passing away in 2011 from what the medical examiner states was, quote, a misadventure which i was like the fuck like a misadventure is when you take a wrong turn thank you like Mm -hmm. when alice fell down the rabbit hole that's a misadventure quality uh in in the medical examine world it means voluntarily took risk it's like she voluntarily took risk of drinking excessive amounts oh so misadventure is the PC way to say it, I suppose. Um, I can appreciate okay. that. Um, and the reason yeah. they came to this conclusion was because her blood alcohol content was five times more than the legal limit.
2: Whoa! Holy moly! Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> the articles that I read on the subject, um, it does say she had a security guard who saw her. Again, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna remember the timings of the whole event, but like, saw her and, and said she was like, he could tell she had been drinking, but like. Just seemed like happy, yeah, and then mm. went and checked on her and she se- and she had passed out. and He was like, All right, and then like went and left and came back a couple hours later and realized she hadn't moved. and He realized she had passed.
2: Oh, god, so, Which to be
0: fair, if I knew you'd been drinking and then I saw you laying on the couch, I'd be like, Makes you sense, went, you talked about, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So they don't, they there was no mention of foul play in anything I read, yeah, just she also, and honestly. Yeah, maybe that's what ended her life, but she did, there is rumors and such that she did a lot of things that put her health and her life on the line all the time. Mm -hmm. So it could be what just her past led up to this moment of when it happened. So, very sad. Um, But even though she has passed, according to her dad and Newsweek, she, quote, returns as a ghost and is in the form of a bird sometimes visiting her family. Yeah. Very Ooh. weird. Again, quoting Newsweek uh, and her father, Mitch, quote, her spirit comes and sits on the end of my bed, and it looks just like her, end quote.
2: Oh, wow. He
1: also says his daughter's spirit seems most quote, active around her birthday, which is like really crazy. He's like, a couple of times she's visited, like, just around that time.
0: Mm-hmm. Come um, back and do a little celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Okay, alright, okay. right. right.
1: Mm. Um, and then... Uh, To me, the most soulful or beautiful thing is, quote, the week after she died, this is her father, "Uh, the week after she died, I was at my sister's house. We heard a thud and a black bird that looked identical to a tattoo that Amy had flew. That's what flew into the glass. (gasps) Happening at night when birds typically don't fly, but they, quote, put it up on a perch and the bird repeatedly came back and landed on my foot. Yeah. So I just wanted to be near him? Yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but these stories of Amy are just one reason her death or spirit interests me. Uh, what I always found interesting is that she is, sadly, a member of the 27 Club. Yeah. If you don't know what this club is... Mm-mm. I do not. It is, quote, a list consisting of mostly popular musicians artists, or actors who died at the age of 27. Wow. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. And while these deaths may have been, quote, repeatedly proven by research, it remains a culture... Or disproved... I'm so sorry. Let me repeat that. Uh, And while these deaths have been, quote, repeatedly disproven by research, it remains a cultural phenomenon. Phenomenon. Mm. Phenomenon? Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Other celebrities who belong in this this club include... but (laughs) Definitely are not limited to because if I sat here and read all of the names, I you all would fall asleep. Anyway, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Chris Austin, Kurt Cobain, Stretch, uh, uh, Sahara Davenport, uh, and of course Amy. That Sahara Davenport was a um, drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while many still do not believe in spirits or ghosts, I mean, it's the ghost of Amy Winehouse. That's a ghost I want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> or, in this phenomena of the 27 Club, uh, Charles R. Uh, R Cross says it best. The number of musicians who have died at 27 is truly remarkable by any standard. Humans die regularly at all ages, but there is a uh, there is a statistical spike for those who die at 27. End quote. So, I just wanted to bring a little light to... Uh, spirit amy and the 27 club because that's i don't want to go dive deeper into that because it's very sad and most Jeez. of them and they, again research that was like i'll cite my sources but like wikipedia was like the it was a good source i mean it had lists of their name what their job was their years active yeah like what they you know yeah. it was a lot um and again i think i read an 18th of that what was on the list yeah. it is incredible how many it's scary so young it's, yeah yeah it's very scary and like again some of the people who like have quote-unquote, done research on it, they say, like, it's the musician lifestyle, and they're taking more risks, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, again, to quote him, it's remarkable regardless. Like, why 27? Like, I'm 27. Like,
2: yeah, that's,
0: yeah, very true. Don't take any risks this year. Yeah, Yeah. that's what every fortune cookie should say in your
1: 27th year. I mean, I'm marrying less, so it's a little risky. (gasps) Just kidding, I love you, but anyway, but yeah, so... That's, I, I wanted to keep it short and sweet because it can be a real sad topic, but I wanted to keep it a little lighthearted with her little bird spirit. I think it's so cute. I think that's really sweet. That is yeah. really sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big, big believer in like signs of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I've ever shared the story of my friend Morgan. Again, my name is Morgan. Her name is also Morgan. Um, <laughs> we met at work and I we weren't super close, but I could tell like something was going on. Everyone was like, kept coming up and hugging her. And I was like, What? And it was just the anniversary of her brother's passing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh, I don't want to like overstep my boundary, whatever it may be. Right. And as I'm like, get up from my cubicle. Cause everyone's like kind of left her alone at that point. I get up from my cubicle and I walk around and I'm like facing the windows that are like, we're on the like fifth or sixth floor mm-hmm. at this point. And I look out and I can see the building across. Like I'm in like a place where there's lots of office buildings and there is a single monarch butterfly in the window, just, like, running into the window, like, swimming, like, swimming. <laughs> 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 like, flying around just that window, like, zip-zapping, boop-boop-boop. And I was like, that's weird. And so I – and at that point, I didn't know why Morgan was sad. Yeah. So, like, I walked up here her, and I was like, hey, like, everything okay? And she was like, yeah, it's just a really hard day. Told me the story, and I was like, okay, well, I don't want to, like, freak you out or anything, and, like, I don't know if you believe in this stuff, but, like, I just – I told her what I saw, and she just was like – thank you for sharing that like that means like we we use that as a symbol and i was like
2: Aww, oh what
1: yeah like butterflies are very are a huge symbol for when someone passes
2: mm. <laughs> awesome this is just the goosebumps episode
1: <laughs> <A jacket>. sorry. <laughs> sorry
0: but yeah with that Miss sarah yes <laughs> thanks mine is equally heartwarming oh,
1: oh. no it's not oh because um, we are
0: Back at it again with the factitious disorder, yeah, um, or is more commonly known in the media, Munchausen's. Woohoo! So, I've little we'll recap. Last time I talked about you know just Munchausen syndrome. Period. Um, how it's factitious disorder, and also um, Munchausen's by proxy. So, if you're listening backwards, maybe skip on back and then come come here. back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on back. <laughs> um, so, I've seen two stories on how this name came about. Mm-hmm. They're similar, but um, one key difference, a lot of sources claim that its name came from a German cavalry officer who was alive from 1720 to 1797, which in the 1700s is a pretty long lifespan, mm-hmm. um, and his name was Officer Baron von Munchausen. Oh. Aren't you shocked? <laughs>
1: like, I mean, I'm glad it's someone's name. I was like, who the hell came up with that? Because that's... That's
0: a weird word. No, it's someone's name. <laughs> um, he was a man who traveled widely and was known for dramatic and untruthful stories. Oh. Huh. But, oh, okay. Yeah. See you are going. Mm. But here is the fun catch. If you actually look up Officer Baron von Munchausen, you will quickly come across information that points to him being a fictional character. Oh,
1: well. Oh.
2: <laughs> that is
0: the key difference. Cause some people hmm. say he's fictional and some say he's real, but it looks hmm. like he's
1: fiction. So you could say he is a lie. Ooh. Ooh.
2: He is a lie.
0: <laughs> ah! <laughs> um yes. He was created by German writer Rudolf Eric Rasp. <laughs> Rudolph.
1: I don't know why I'm so I just I've never heard someone named Rudolph. I don't know. What? Like besides the red-nosed reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: who tell me one um rudolph hurst who's that patty hurst dad wasn't that the girl who got kidnapped is his name rudolph hurst <sighs> put a pin in it we'll come back if i'm incorrect we will cut this out leave it in leave it in leave it in no. <laughs> i think it's a common german first name well,
1: listen. Yeah. i'm so thinking of Rolf,
0: like not rudolph i'm thinking of Rolf, but i think rudolph isn't that weird
1: i've heard of a ralph i'm a little hold on yes. let me get through i'm um, sorry i'm so sorry Okay,
0: he, Mr. Raspe, Eric Raspe, um, he wrote this book in 1785. Ooh, that's a year. <laughs> <laughs> and the book was titled Baron Munchausen's Narrative of His Marvelous Travels and Campaigns in Russia. That's a long title. My, I blacked out a little. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the stories are intentionally comedic and are meant to be satire. Oh. Um, so, examples were he was written, examples, whatever. They said he rode on a shooting cannonball. Oh! <laughs> he fought a 40 foot crocodile and lived! <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> they said he went to the moon.
1: He sounds like my kind of man.
0: Move over, Mr. Armstrong. Uh, move over, Steve mm-hmm. Irwin. Oh, ooh. ooh he's except- getting all of them. Yeah, I mean, all three in one. You know, all of me are reptiles, so it's fine. Absolutely. <sighs> Can you imagine if they tried to send anyone to space in the 1700s? <laughs> What What be like a big set of stairs?
1: <laughs> yeah! They'd build, they build a set of stairs as tall as they could, and they'd be like, all right, get up to the top, jump. We're gonna give you this, <laughs> we're gonna give you this thing. And it's, gonna, it's their jet pack or whatever the fuck they called it. And it's just like a heavy piece of metal. And they were like, jump. And then yep. like, <laughs> splat. That was it. Or maybe a hot air
0: balloon. Well, we tried. Ooh. Ooh. But that would pop.
1: Yeah, you know what? I don't know. The they
0: didn't know how many hot air balloon astronauts are up there. <laughs> Whoa, that's sad. I didn't think that. That can't be true.
1: And we're moving. There's stuff floating in space. Yeah.
0: Anyway, this character was described as a thin man with a large, quote, beaked nose mm. and a curled mustache, shown here. Hmm. Sarah, show a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Before well, you said mustache,
1: I was like, "Ooh, like
2: I it was twirling it."
1: Okay. That's what so I... here's what he was described as looking. Oh, okay. my
2: <laughs> That is, is a look.
1: An, it is an old Ichabod Crane with a mustache and weird, it's not even a powdered wig. It's just powdered curls on the side.
2: Like like the chin strap oh thing <gasps> going on, No, You know too. what it does?
1: You know what it looks like? Count Olaf? Count
2: Olaf! Yes! I going
0: to say that. An Ichabod Crane and Count Olaf. Had a baby. Yeah. In the 1700s. <laughs>
1: wow. Weird times, man. Thank you for that.
0: Here's the thing. This okay. character is said to be based on an actual real person. Count Olaf? Okay. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so just like the disorder, this backstory is twisty as hell. Uh, the real man was, if you thought Rudolph was funny, um, Friher von Mönchhausen. You mean Freier von Mönchhausen? It's F-R-E-I-H-E-R-R. Friher. Freier. Freier? Freier? von Mönchhausen? You sound way cooler when you say it. <laughs> Um, he was pretty pissed. He was not happy. Can you imagine being? He sees the, the fucking sketch himself. And he's like,
2: "This is me."
1: Excuse me, you couldn't like. Oh, oh my God! It's like Flynn Ryder. Look at the <gasps> nose. Look <laughs> at my the, like Yes. <laughs> uh, they always get my nose they wrong. Get my nose wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not beaked pitches. Lord have mercy. Sorry, Friar Von.
0: Lido. Um. Yeah, he was pretty pissed. He threatened legal action because libel. Which is written defamation. And I guess that picture and all the mean things would count.
1: He's like, I didn't go to the fucking moon. Damn it. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) I'm still here. Listen. (laughs) And that crocodile attacked
0: me. It was not a wrestle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bitch. So, yeah. God forbid anyone poke fun at a baron. Um, Yes. It also sucks because the legend has lived on. So I understand why he's a little pissed. He tried. He tried to nip Mm -hmm. that in the bud. Sorry, Montasins. Mm-hmm. So, just another reason to call it a factitious disorder. Um, let's take one small step for less listeners and one large leap mm-hmm. for something. I didn't write it. I was hoping I would just think of something
1: <laughs> <spot>. <laughs>
0: I remember typing these like, oh, you're gonna think it's on, on the spot.
1: Alright, wait, wait, read it again.
0: Let's take one small step for listeners and one large leap for this, this world, the world. The world. The Barons. The Barons. <laughs> Baron Trump, perhaps? Isn't that his name? Baron. What? Baron. You know what? I don't think I've read anything in a while. Let's, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what? Let's leave all
0: of this let's in. Let's talk about now. <laughs> Thanks to Wi-Fi and the internet connecting all of us around the globe, we now have. Da-da-da, Munchausen's by internet.
2: Crazy. What?
0: (laughs) This is basically when physically well individuals will fake recognized illnesses in virtual environments, like online support group or blog or Facebook or anywhere they
1: can get that precious attention they need. I thought, Uh, no. I thought you were going to say, like, self-diagnosing kind of falls into this category. Well, that, but no, that's what you're saying is.
0: So, the internet also is helping people with any kind of like factitious disorder because now mm-hmm. they have so much access to like what their symptoms quote unquote should be. You don't actually have to be like in the nursing field anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like in fuck the like uh
1: common side effects are it's like I'm gonna get every single one. Yeah. 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 Whoa. It's making it a lot more difficult, I think, to I, I, find it out. That's a real fucking thing that
0: people do. Oh, I'm gonna tell you about it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um about that? Yeah, let's go. I, have you heard of Belle Gibson, the Australian blogger. You mean Mel Gibson?
1: the star, the star of
0: Shut up! <laughs> no, it
1: is Belle Gibson but I wonder, if is her name real? It's B-E-L-L-E. What? I mean, she's either trapped in a tower with a beast or you know, yep. what, what using the- a name? I don't Gladiator, know. Gladiator, <laughs> is that the movie? No. Mel Gibson. He's been in a bunch. He's in Gladiator. Gladiator? Okay.
0: Are you not entertained?
1: Oh wait, Maybe no.
2: Maybe, that's Russell
0: Crowe. That's he was in Braveheart. Braveheart, yes. Braveheart.
2: Yes. I was about to say, who's like, I that meant. doesn't sound right. They
1: totally had totally mullets, 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 mullets and <laughs> whatever. He yeah, it was like a mullet and like high volume with like braids on the side. And it was like, I have no Anyway, or maybe he has a child and the child almost gets adopted by aliens, or she does. Maybe she's the alien. We don't know.
2: Mm.
1: Move, children. Mamanos. Go on. <laughs> Move Sarah
0: <mama> <laughs> Okay, so she was diagnosed with a fatal brain tumor at the age of twenty, shnikes, and was given four months to live. She started a blog so she could document her journal or her journey through chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and other doctor prescribed treatments. As time went on, she decided that she didn't need to do what the doctor said, mm-hmm. and instead she chose more holistic medicines to help Hell yeah. her. Hell yeah which I'm not against that. She cut out gluten. She started oxygen therapy Mm -hmm. and just did other outside-the-box treatments. And wouldn't you know it, she beat the odds.
2: Wow. Way to
0: go, girl. Yeah, what an inspiration. People loved her story. Who wouldn't? Um, Cancer, I mean, it's affected everyone either personally or just someone you know. It's it's terrible and it's hard to win. Um, So this girl, yeah, she's great, killing it. She gets a bunch of attention. And so being the good Samaritan she is, she launches an app called the Whole Pantry app. And it's basically a healthy tips and living app. And that is an application for your phone,
2: <laughs> for anyone
0: listening. Um, but you did have to pay for it. And she was going to donate one third of proceeds to a charity. So oh, wonderful.
1: Great.
0: Um, she was named the most inspiring woman you have met this year by Elle magazine. And Cosmo gave her an award called the Fun Fearless Female Award. Oh, she also no. published a cookbook. Good for oh. Belle? Yeah, this is in 2013. So. Oh, my
1: God. During
0: this time, all three of us were barely affording big calls, and she (laughs) is running a charity. Yeah. Living life. Mel Gibson
1: who? Oh my god, (laughs) God.
2: what?
1: Bless. Mel Gibson who? It's all about the bell, bitch. Oh my god. She's great. I'm so sorry. I cannot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. But then something terrible happens. Her cancer comes back. And it comes back with a vengeance. She is now reporting to have cancer of the blood, spleen, brain, uterus, and liver. So she is in a lot of pain.
1: I just got goosebumps in the back
2: of my thighs. Holy moly.
0: Yes. I didn't even know I could do that. During this time, there starts to be investigations into missing money that was supposed to go to charity. And before long, she agrees to do an interview where she admits,
2: Oh, it's all a lie. Oh, I was wondering if that was going to happen.
0: What? (laughs) But she says that she is, quote, or she says, quote, I am passionate about avoiding gluten, dairy, and coffee, but I don't even understand how cancer works. I hope that by coming clean, people will, you know, not necessarily forgive me, but instead they will say, she's human. I don't even understand how cancer (laughs) works. So I, she's basically just calling it an oopsie, oopsie poopsie.
2: So did she actually give money to charity at all, or did all... To my it knowledge, went,
0: no. I think she collected she kept...
2: It. Oh. Um, wait. So did she
1: have cancer at all?
0: No. My she, head is
2: shaking. No, 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 no.
0: And then the second time... Nope. She, truly she just had more attention.
2: Yeah. She got money out of that. That's insane. She got
0: awards and money. A cookbook. Yeah. Well... Yeah.
2: That's... That's not El Belle Gibson who? <laughs> <laughs> <Are>
1: you- <laughs> I'm
0: for I'm Forgot what I was saying on the yeah. first second, so I was like, "Yeah, we, were
2: all, you. D- so, we were, were all rooting for you." we were for you. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> it isn't. It's a
0: newer story because I mean it was 2013, so yeah, I'm sure more details will surface because I don't know what made her actually come out and say it was all a lie. Like I don't know if people were trying to um, collect that or. Collect dots, connect, connect
2: yeah.
1: dots. Maybe wanting, someone like calling,
2: yeah, or yeah. someone like called her out or something, and she realized who's she like, would be caught in the line. she's your
1: oncologist? I'd love to be with them too. Maybe oh, because yeah. she was so like
0: infamous. And if you're saying you have all these cancers, that's very easy to catch. If yeah, you do not have. Uh, who are
2: your doctors? I, I, Where do I'm you go? If I'm a sneaky ass
1: reporter, I'm gonna call and pretend to be her and be like, "Yo, I need a copy of my." Sorry, this house Ooh, so I didn't know I was this sneaky to like just
0: out my mouth. <laughs> I mean, the kind of person she is I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up like writing a book or something so we'll
1: probably find out eventually um but really she was a, a I fraud. thought you were gonna say the whole charity thing was a fraud and that she was using the money to back her medical expenses wow again Belle Gibson who <laughs> I Jeez. am I am mad <laughs>
0: Woo! Okay. She's not the only one, but she is a great example of Munchausen by internet. She's a great example of Anyway. She's not the worst. Well, she's a terrible one. But there was also someone who blogged about their child battling an illness that ended up killing them. But turns out, never had a child at all. Oh, no. So. People are psycho. This Mm -hmm. is, it's still a mental illness. I mean, it's better than slowly hurting yourself or hurting someone else. But we can see that something is obviously missing in their lives and they are trying mm-hmm. to fill. they need help. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, there's also a UK case where someone actually blogged and faked their own death. But obviously... Okay, Ross Geller. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> they weren't dead. And it was a big enough story that people knew who this person was. Like, they, Wait, they blogged and then faked their own de- death? Or did they... Okay. Yes. So... Okay, it's basically like if one of us three yeah. faked our own death online, yes. but then still showed up to do this podcast, and the other two were like, uh, bitch, I thought you were dead. Wait, what? Yeah, really? so. Because people like that knew her personally were like, um, explain this. Oh.
2: Oh, that's weird. And she, okay. And
0: then she was like clammed up. Like, she said, uh, hold on one second. Okay, this person did come back from the dead and released a statement with a little bit of insight. They said, I never meant to die from the beginning, but I wanted, I know, but I wanted an escape, and it gave me one if I should ever want to leave. So yet again, you can already see there's a little bit of depression there. Um, I've always Hmm. had a problem when it comes to telling the truth on the internet, and after realizing the effect my bravery and illness had on people, which, keep in mind, was not a real illness... Well, I mean, the illness was real, but she did not have it. Mm-hmm. I used it as a vehicle. Here's where you lose me. I used this as a vehicle to try and get some of the idiot emo kids on Live Journal to buck up and realize they don't have it all that bad. The lie was worth
1: something, wasn't it? <laughs> what these people with their with their come like? Excuse me, this is foul. Like not foul, but this is a stupid way to say it. Like their coming out story of I fucked up is. A petty excuse of a human,
0: like what? So it's really easy to lie on the internet, which is why this is yeah, because
2: you're behind a screen. No one has you. to see you. Uh, yeah,
0: and like oh. people probably wouldn't have found out if it didn't like blow up, because yeah. then like now people who actually know you in your everyday life are like, mm, wait a second, Mm-mm.
2: yeah, coming to you face to face, like what the heck? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like whenever I post a selfie on Instagram and my friends are like, who's
2: that? Like, <laughs> oh
1: my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. called a filter, baby. <laughs> No. no sorry I was, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry so, so. it's called eyeliner don't wear it a
0: lot <laughs> no but like i liked her ex- explanation in the beginning like you kind of took ownership like yes i lie in the internet yes it's a problem it's
2: going somewhere
0: you but had like, just me just like our jim jones episode like you could have been great and you made a turn. <sighs> so like i said last time it's thought that people suffering with factitious disorders Faced an early childhood trauma, which there's no way to prove that. Also, like you can't go back in your memory and like, oh yeah, should have been kidnapped. We don't know. <gasps> Are you who we've we been looking for? Oh
1: my god! Stop. Um, but this Beth led bell.
0: <gasps> that sounds like death bell. Death, death
1: bell. bell. Hey, <laughs>
0: <laughs> this led psychologists to think that there is definitely an unconscious motivation. Starting from childhood deprivation or trauma,
1: I would agree because, like, and when you say like unconscious, uncon- I cannot say that. You started so strong, yeah. unconscious. Thank you. I'll just leave it at that. It's it's kind of relayed in that way because they're again, their, like reasoning is so weird. It's like they don't. They're just spewing words because they think. Just wait. Yeah, oh God, okay. uh, I'm gonna kind of. Exp- so,
0: like I said it last time a little bit, but. Basically, psychologists are starting to think it's creating those positive outcomes from being sick or hurt, Mm -hmm. Um, and these people may have clung to that. Like, say you don't get the attention you needed from your parents, but you got hurt. So now mom and dad, they're going to be paying attention to you, like, here, let me kiss it, make it all better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I can see how you would sadly, like, warp the attention you need around that. Like, some kind of wires
1: were like, oh, this will work. This will do. And sometimes, I bet it was, like, reinforced, too, with okay, like, yes, I hurt, I'm a kid, I fell, I broke my leg, parents are concerned, whoever's concerned about the parents, so their family, their neighbors, they're coming over, they're getting food, so you're yeah. good, it's almost like you're being extra reinforced for being the center of attention, and, mm-hmm. like, needing help. Oh! Okay, sorry, oh, my, I am, whew. okay, Ooh, yes. it's coming full circle, and my brain's
0: like, <laughs> so, now that there are a few more people that they know have been doing this, mm-hmm. they have a little bit of information. I don't know if it's going to be concrete because yet again, the whole thing is based on you've been lying. Yeah. So we don't know. Yeah. Um, but people who have had this and have been caught having this, they normally have a normal IQ or maybe a little bit above average. Nice. Um, and from what we know from what we've caught, I worded that so bizarre. <laughs> we know that personally, personality disorders are very common in these people. Mm-hmm. So borderline personality disorder is an up to half of these sufferers. And narcissistic personality is an up to one third. Ooh. The, I mean, makes sense. yeah, mm-hmm. the more severe cases can be linked to sociopathy, which has also been called antisocial personality disorder. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> which basically means they have little regard for others. They're high in deceitfulness and they use out al- aliases,
1: aliases <laughs>
0: to con others for personal gain. So what you're just saying, Morgan, it really
1: links up like,
0: the way their brain gets from A to my reason is.
1: It's yeah. kind of like they're on a weird autopilot. Maybe. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not giving them any, like, don't like, fuck you. You're terrible. But like, cool. at the same time, it's like, they're, it's at least like you said, two of them like, quote unquote, came clean. Mm-hmm. And like, some of them are, like mm-hmm. people are, some of them have like it's so bad. I feel like they can't, like, they don't even know that they're doing it.
0: To me, it seems like when you're undercover, like, you know you're not this person, but you're so deep into it, like, you are kind of convincing yourself, maybe. Yeah. 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 So, and I'm just, yeah, I'm telling you all this, you can kind of get an insight into the type of people who commit these acts, Mm -hmm. and you said they're terrible, and I do want to say, I don't know if they're bad people, like, I feel like whenever you hear the word liar, the first thing you think is, how terrible? Yeah. You're right. I take it back. I'm sorry. Well, no, this podcast, honestly, is making me really question what I think is good and bad, because... At their court, these people—they're just having a need that isn't being met, and they don't know how to get it met in a way that we would all think is normal. The
1: outcome of what you're doing is terrible. Yes. I'll free rephrase. Yes. Okay. Sorry.
2: Um. But yeah, they're just not going about it in a great yeah. way. It's like they can't see like that. Like it's going to end bad. Yes. If they get caught. Like, well, yeah. I mean, hello. She the... faked
1: her own death and like didn't even give it a second
2: thought. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like so. But also, you can say like that could be death to my internet personality. Like I wash my hands of this. Mm-hmm. Which I mean I've never done that. I don't know, but I mean I deleted my Tumblr once, so Oh my god. Whoa. And here you are. And here I am. Oh! Alive in the flesh. <laughs> and to think the tears I cry around. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yes. um, the OG. The OG cry. So there have been a lot of studies on this recently, and psychologists have started urging doctors to confront patients when their tests don't match what they say. I don't know how you're gonna do that. There was a study done <laughs> where, yeah, where 33 patients were confronted. Like, they were tactfully confronted. I think there was some kind of, like, steps they had to take. They can't be like, use a liar. It was yeah. like, well, this doesn't exactly yeah. match. Um, so 33 patients were confronted and 13 of them admitted to faking the illness. Whoa. But most of them just started, like, they denied and then magically started feeling better. So was that a third? I'm- yeah. It could be. I did the math. <laughs>
1: Closest. Close close, yeah. So
0: sure. Like a third of them are like, You got me. And the The reason they want you to confront that is because they want you to go to a psychiatrist instead of a doctor. Because you are yeah. you're using this doctor's time. A lot of times, um doctors will catch on eventually. Mm-hmm. So they start going at like peak times at a hospital, like um like weekends oh. and holidays.
2: So it's so busy and it's
0: they just get you probably won't out. get the same doctor. They're not going to ask
2: oh, us any questions. So that they're makes using sense. valuable
0: resources like-, like a little ER visit. Yes.
2: Which, Urgent yet again, care. we saw that
0: with um, Gypsy Rose last week. Yep. We'd go to the ER quite a bit. Yeah. So I don't think they're bad people, but you have to realize you are really doing a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're going to talk about how to treat it, first and foremost, for a psychiatric professional... They would try and change that person's behaviors and have them reduce their misuse of medical resources. Like I was just saying. Oh, okay. Yes, they they want their patients to be safe because this goes for not just Munchausens by um, internet, but any factitious disorder. Okay. Like they're gonna be like, you need to realize what you're doing is harmful, not just to yourself, but like to everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and once that happens, they're gonna start diving into any like psychological issues because I'm sorry, but you probably have something. Yeah. That you need to figure out.
1: stem from trauma. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They think, yes. Um, they're going to do this by psychotherapy, most likely. That's the type of counseling. The goal of this treatment is to change the way the person thinks, what triggers them. And they're also going to, at some point, involve this person's family or people surrounding them. This is to ensure the family does not reward or reinforce the behavior. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Which, that's got to be tough. I don't... That, that's very smart. Yeah. I just... imagine being that person's parent like well they're saying they're sick how do I know if they're not sick I can't just always assume well you
1: go it's like I mean the second from like shit I've read and seen is like mama bear mode is is a different kind of person yeah like and that's no matter how old you are that's mama bear yeah like if your kid's sick I mean shoot I remember one time I like (laughs) drama sorry sidebar I couldn't bend my elbow like I don't know what was wrong with it they thought I had like a fluid buildup. they had no idea what was wrong yeah Mm -hmm. and they stuck a needle trigger warning in and out of my elbow 12 times (gasps) trying to draw fluid out oh my god so i'm sitting there screaming and crying my mom had to my mom is also then at this like all in the same time then starts falling and this literally grabs the doctor's arm and says stop stop it like nothing was coming out like she had to stop the procedure oh my god like that my mom is not that type of person like she is more like yeah. like, whatever. Okay. So, d- just to I'm, point out, example. No, I'm glad you said that because
0: this is the kind of stuff that like Gypsy Rose's mom would have been like, "No, let's let's figure that out. Keep doing it. I'm sorry, R- yeah. Gypsy. Keep doing it." Knowing good and well, there's nothing in her arm. Like, Blech. Blech. that to um, me is difference between like a caring parent and one that needs some help. You heard it, Lisa. Caring. <laughs> you <heard> it, Lisa. <laughs> yes. Oh man. I know. Oh, I'm so terrible. sorry. I'm sorry. But it's, that's it's traumatic. Dramatic. Yeah. It's a, good, it, it's a good example though. Like something was, was wrong. They're trying to figure it out. But your mom was like, "This is too much." Mm-hmm. Like, well, oh yeah. Which, again, I, no, no, I don't. It didn't happen the first eleven that's the times. The most painful
1: then. thing I've ever gone through. That's crazy. Like, I'm so sorry. How old were you again? I was a teenager. I was probably okay. like, like still. Like 15. That's. I'm glad your elbows bend now. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um w- oddly enough, it like was literally so locked that if I moved it to here I'd just like scream and I couldn't do it. I got in my dad's pool one day and it unlocked. I don't know if it was, Ooh, maybe like a muscle. Like a thing. like or like weird. the buoyancy of the salt water. I don't we don't know. I I truly y'all, I am a little bit of a hypochondriac. Like if I get like if like I get a cut and it starts to look a little weird, I'm like, Oh my god, it's whatever. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like I literally could not fucking move my arm. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's so scary. Right? It's fine. I you know, I break enough bones for me to get enough attention. So like, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, anyway, go on. You're good. Um, so
0: currently, there are no medications to treat this. Oh fuck! But um, someone could be prescribed anxiety or depression medication to help them with whatever symptoms they have to make them feel like they have to. Do Makes this. sense that
1: there's no medicine for it because it it's easily abused. Yeah,
0: a well, little dangerous territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall,
1: it's hard to treat because it's difficult to catch.
0: Healthcare professionals, they already have so much already. They aren't lie detectors. Like, yeah. when someone says they're in pain, part of their staff's, like, oath is to help them. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating, though. So, if you feel like you know someone's suffering from this, please reach out to them or their family. Like, part of the issue is that we are very polite. So, if someone says, "Uh," if someone says, life is hard, we automatically say, like, poor you. I'm sorry to hear that. Blah, blah. How can I help you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But maybe try and give that person attention in other ways. I don't have the answers, um, mm-hmm. but we got to help each other. So be good to yourself and everyone around you. Life is short. Healthcare is expensive. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't have enough money to have a factitious yeah. disorder, but Mm-mm. just be kind to be everyone, lot. no matter their state of mind or state of being. You know, yeah. you don't need to be their friend just when they're sad or hurt. You can be their friend when you're all the time.
0: Yeah. So that's my little write-up on factitious disorders. Oh, and I know we mentioned great.
1: Gypsy Rose and the Act. Another mm-hmm. one, if I'm just I haven't seen it in a while since it like first came out. But another good one, if you're interested in following up with Sarah's notes, is Run with Sarah Paulson. Oh, uh,
2: it's new, isn't it?
1: It's like a year ago. I saw it. It's on it's Hulu. It's so good. It's yes, fun. yes,
2: it is good. Is that one just like a nurse?
1: Uh, no, she it's Sarah Paulson is the mom of a daughter. It's oh, it's never mind. Dad, Every, no, I don't know why. Everyone I, know what said, no, it okay, like, I know what you're talking about. It's the act. No, it's fucking not. It is okay. I know what
2: you're talking about. It's
0: the acts, but without the
1: weird sex stuff. Yeah, and also, like, <laughs> I couldn't get past it. Sarah Paulson, and I'm so sorry, the girl who plays her daughter. I don't know what we're doing. Whole amazing, Sarah great Paulson, combo. Though. I mean, ugh. always, yeah. she, she's great. She's a great actress. She's great. She plays a great, like, borderline psycho person. Oh, yeah. Like, whoo. Fun to watch. So it was great for this particular situation. Mm-hmm. Does a good job. Definitely yeah. r- highly recommend I would watch The Act. It's Weird. Be Prepared. The, And/or then watch Run. It was very good. Very, very good. Yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. Woo! Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, ladies, I think that wraps up uh, 68. episode 68. It's a date. Yes.
0: We're Too bad it's not a group episode.
1: Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Could have been so close. But oh but group episode will be 70, right? Yeah. 70. Woohoo! We can have a theme. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Uh with that, that wraps up episode 68. Um uh, if you like us and want to recommend us to a friend, word of mouth is always great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have enough episodes out you can binge us. Yeah. So tell a friend. We're ready to go. Don't skip episodes one through three, but like just go back and appreciate how our, <laughs> our sound has changed.
2: How it's grown. Like, quality.
1: <laughs> Where we have We have a mock kind of table studio now, not just a coffee table with some clothes hanging up to divert the sound. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, also you can go to uh, iTunes uh, slash Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review. It mm-hmm. helps keeps us relevant. You can also f- uh, like and give us ratings on Facebook at Sinister Sunrise Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and be sure to follow our Instagram where we post pictures week every single week. Yep. You know, sometimes 8 a.m., sometimes 2 p.m. It just depends. Like we're real people, we have jobs. <laughs> um, uh, of you know our topics. Uh, both this week, we're definitely going to need to see like. Aaron forgot it. I I gotta see. Like you gotta show the listeners.
2: Oh yeah, the Woo! progress photo. Yes. yes, yes. So she's around. She's someone's there. seen her. So, someone's got. <laughs> someone's seen Beth. Beth.
1: Let's find Beth. Yes. Um. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, Sinister Sunrise Podcast. Yep. Um. We may or may not have some footage from the game we played to hopefully post on our TikTok, mm-hmm. um, which is Sinister underscore Sunrise underscore Podcast. Um, and If you have any suggestions on. An episode for a group topic, individual, mm-hmm. address it to all of us, one of us, whatever you want to do. Send it to sinister sunrise podcast at gmail.com. And with that, friends, we'll see you next week. Thank
2: you. Bye.